Hi guys, Martin from Step Parent World. Welcome to another podcast. And this is going to be actually a great podcast. This is a podcast that I've been meaning to do for quite a long time. Um, I've had quite, or I've, or I've coached quite a few clients, um, not just recently, but over sort of the last year or two, with effective ways to parent or step-parent teenagers. So it could be, you know, this is for step-parents and for biological parents if you need help with this. It's it's quite a um um a fascinating thing to discuss because it's something that I've spent a lot of years experiencing myself with with teenagers and you know it's it's tricky very very tricky. I just want to start off by um, basically saying, you know, what, what do we think teenagers are, or what what do teenagers um, sometimes get labelled with, you know, stuff like. Um, oh, teenagers are awful and they're thoughtless and they're impossible and uh, moody, lazy, grumpy, etc., etc. But we all were like that, surely, but maybe when we were teenagers. I mean, I think back to my days, I was all of those. It, it, it's it's part of being a teenager, you know. We have to accept that that it, it's a difficult time of life for them. You know, they're going through so many different changes. Um, the hormones are running crazy. Um, they're experiencing a lot and you know I'm nearly 50 now and it, it's quite a long, quite a long way back for me to think about my teenage years but they were difficult they were very hard there's so much for teenagers to go through you've got peer pressure how do they look how do they sound um you know I, I remember when I first found out I'd probably have to wear glasses I was mortified <laughs> I was like no glasses oh my god and I actually remember I used to hide them. You know, I used to walk to school with them in my pocket. And I, I, I particularly remember one time that I sat in a maths lesson and um, my maths teacher looked over at me and said, are you, are you copying these sums off the board, Martin? And I thought, I, I would if I could see them. So I had to get my glasses out and pop, pop them on so I could actually write the sums off of the board. Peer pressure, you know, I, I didn't want people to see that I wore glasses. So it's, it's a trying time. It's a difficult time. Um, my experiences. So I'm actually a driving instructor as well. And I have been a driving instructor for, for nine years, just over nine years. So I've experienced a lot of time in close proximity with teenagers and, they're fantastic. They really honestly are. They're great people to be around. They're funny. Um, I've learned a lot from teenagers and, and the kind of things they say and the kind of things they struggle with. And when you're teaching someone to drive, you go through so many different emotions with the teenagers. And they're so funny. Some of the stuff they come out with about driving and and um, how they see things and, and how they see the world. And um, I, I, it was brilliant. Probably one of the main things as well I experienced was was how they, you know, how they tend to think people see them. And like I said, I've taught some fantastic teenagers over the years, um, 17, 18, 19, and they're some of the most thankful people, you know. You teach them to drive and you help them get their license and they stay friends. I've got, I've got people that I taught to drive years and years and years ago who are like... Um, you know, early 20s, mid 20s and having their families and I see them drive around in their cars and it changes, it changes things for them. And again, I remember getting my driving license. It's one of the best things I ever did, the freedom I had and 
So I've had a lot of experience with teenagers. I've also been a stepdad of over 20 years. It's a long, long, long time to be a, to be a step parent. And again, I went through so many emotions with my stepdaughters. And when they become teenagers, as probably if any of you dads are listening or stepdads are listening, it's, it's a hard time, especially for dads, especially with stepdaughters and you worry about them. And, but they were good memories. They were good times. Challenging. Yes. Most definitely, definitely challenging. And I remember, I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but they change overnight. They, they, they go to bed to someone and they come back out and there's someone. There's someone completely different. And again, that's just part of going a transition from, you know, being a child, being a teenager or or being a a preteen to being a teen. So the kind of things that, you know, they can be, they can be challenging, very charming, very caring, very interesting. Definitely, definitely interesting. You know, when, when I think as parents, probably one of some of our biggest um, teachers are our our kids. And when they get to teenagers, some of the things they say to us or some of the things I've heard my teenagers say to me, it's made me stop and think and maybe see things in a different light. So they're very interesting to be around and they're quite good teachers as well. Probably probably one of the most biggest things that um, people come to me for help is how they rebel, how teenagers rebel. Well, sorry guys, but it's their job. That's what teenagers do. They do rebel against us. And it's, it's part of being a, a teenager. And if you've got a step teen or you're parenting a step teen, they're not going to be any different to if the child was yours. They're still going to go through the same things. They're still going to go through the same anxieties, the worries. Um, like I said earlier about how they look. Um, how they sound, you know, when a, when a guy's voice breaks, <laughs> you know, it's like end of the world. Oh my God, my voice is broken. And, you know, how the girls look and it's just all teenage stuff. They all go through it. And, you know, we have to, as step parents and biological parents, help them through it. And it is a trying time. Um, what will they do? So, you know, they're going to test your authority. So whether it's a, a, like a step teen or a biological teen, you know, your own child, they are going to question your authority in every single way they can. You ask them to do something, they're probably not going to do it. Or they're going to ask you why. To us, we know the reason why. But to them, it's like, why Why have I got to do this? Why have I got to go there? Why shouldn't I do this? And if I'm honest, when I first became a parent, I used to think, "Don't, don't question me. Just do what I've asked you to do. Now, with with all my experiences and mistakes I've made over the years, my advice now would be don't don't tell them to do it. Let them ask questions. Questions are good, but give them the reason why. And and going back to my my time um, as a, a driving instructor, when a teen asks me a question, I, I'm going to give them the reason why I've asked them to do it, or maybe throw the question back at them and say, well, why do you think I've asked you to do it? Rather than just say, you've got to do it. So when I was started out as a driving instructor, I used to just instruct quite a lot because that's what I thought was the right thing to do. Since I've become a step family coach, when I go and teach people to drive, I'm now coaching as well. And coaching is a fantastic way. It's such a good way to parent your teenager as well. Don't just throw those questions at them. Don't just direct them all the time. They do need instruction. Of course they do. They need leadership. 
they you know they need to be shown the way but coach them as well you know if you turn around and say i want your room to be tidy and they say why don't just turn around and say because i've told you to <laughs> like i have done to be fair as you turn around and say how how would your room be better how would it be nicer would it smell nicer do you think what would it be like for you to come back from school and, and your room's all nice and neat and tidy and how many things have you lost in your room that you might potentially find? <laughs> or if you had a tidy room, maybe you wouldn't lose them in the first place. Ask them questions, get them involved, try and actually um, encourage them to find a way and understand the reason you've actually asked them to do something. So coaching is fantastic, but they will push your buttons. It's part of being a teenager and it's also part of us being parents. Um, how do teenagers feel? this is fascinating you know when when we we enter our step family when we become our step parent and this is for you biological parents as well there's things that teenagers are going to go through and potentially they might not even tell you directly so the kind of things to look out for is you know they're going to get less attention from their mum or dad so whoever they're living with they're now having to share their mum or dad with this other person that's coming to, to their life and that's going to be hard because, you know, they might have spent years with just this one parent and got all their bonds together, you know, bonded and they've got their memories. Suddenly there's this other person come in and we know as parents, when we meet someone new, it's just the most amazing thing in the world. It, it, you feel amazing and, and you do lots of things together and you go out and you spend a lot of time together. Sometimes we don't realise how much effect this has on the children and whether they're the, the young children or whether not the teenagers teenagers still have feelings they still need to be loved they're still important they still need to be cared for so it's very easy for us to jump into our relationship with our partner and and not understand that the teenager now loses a bit time a bit of their time with mum or dad and they may not show it because they're always in a room but they still need the attention from their parent um difficult attachment you know my my parent loves this person who i don't even like so you know, let's all be realistic. It's possible that you could go into a step family and not necessarily get straight on with your with your stepchildren. And the stepchildren may not take to you straight away. They may not never take to you. It, ha- it does happen. You know, step parents don't love their stepchildren. Stepchildren don't love their step parent. If that's what happens, then that's fine. Okay, as long as everyone's supported, respected, everyone has their say, everyone has equal rights. You don't have to love your children and they don't have to love you. But if this happens, try and understand as well that the the stepchild sees their mum or dad going off with another person they don't even particularly like. I like to think that over time, relationships bond and, you know, people kind of get to know each other. And over time, you know, hopefully it at least turns into liking each other if it's not even love. But the stepchildren or the stepteenager still has to go through this as well. Okay, so we have to understand this as, as step parents, and it probably means that you know for them, mum and dad aren't going to get back together. So they have some, sometimes this could be a step parent thing, and sometimes it can be even a biological parent. But teenagers may well have a fantasy of mum and dad getting back together. Okay, so they may think over time, what if mum and dad will actually get back? We'll have we'll be a family again. We can go back to doing our holidays again. We can go back to being together. That's a fantasy that often doesn't happen if a step-parent comes in. So the step-parent becomes the obstacle, and the obstacle is that you're stopping mum and dad getting back together. 
that's just a reality of life, but it doesn't help the teenager. The teenager may still live with this fantasy. So it's something to consider as well. It's something to to um, empathise with with the step, you know, the step teenager. Give me a little bit of um, a little bit of empathy. So I've got a few tips for you guys. Um, be a good friend. So this is really important. If you if you go into a step family um, and they have teenagers, I wouldn't suggest you parent them. Don't don't go in there as a parent. <laughs> I've done this. It doesn't work. Believe you me, I'm talking from experience here. It does not work. Okay. It causes a lot of problems. Go in as a friend. Okay. Not another parent yet. As time goes on, they may look at you as a mum or a dad or a step parent or step stepdad. That's completely fine. If that's what works, happy days. But don't do it at the start. You have to take everything very, very slow. Okay. Also with that, your teenager or your step teenager is more likely to come to you as a friend rather than as a parent to start with. You know, they, if you build up a relationship with your step teen or your teenager, they may, they will probably find it easier to come to you as a, as a friend and they may open up to you a bit more as a friend rather than a parent. You know, teenagers don't want to go to us, us parents. We're really boring and, and, you know, we're not cool and, we're sometimes the last person that, that, that they will turn to. But a friend, different. So go in slow, go in as a friend. Build the bonds, get to know them, emphasise what they are going through, build this relationship, but build it slowly. Now, this is a fantastic tip, something you really, really need to definitely be aware of. Talk less, listen more. Again, I, I sound like a terrible parent, but I'm, I don't think I was. I think I was, a, I was a great step parent, but I made mistakes without any shadow of a doubt. Talk less, listen more. So if you're discussing something with your teenager or your step teenager, listen to actually what they're saying. Give them a chance to be heard. Don't interrupt them. You know, even if they um, get a little bit dramatic or it's a little bit long winded, listen to what they've got to say. If they can have time to express what they feel and what they think, you're more likely or they're more likely to come to you again to speak to you about something. If they think you're going to interrupt them or you're not going to listen to them, you're going to walk off or look away, they won't come to you again. And it's important that they have that outlet that they can actually speak and put their view and their opinion across. Hear what they say. Okay, so don't just listen to them, actually hear what they're actually saying. You know, they might be asking you for help. You know, teenagers don't necessarily put across very clearly what they want or um, what they're trying to say try and pick out of their conversation and listen to what they say so you can actually hear the point they're trying to make it may just be a, a complete load of waffle and that's fine but it may also be something very important to them they, they may be trying to tell you something that maybe they might want to change or something that's maybe eating away at them a little bit within the whole family environment um and it's a huge change for them as well in every way. You you know, again, in my experiences, the, the teenagers go through so much. What I said at the start, they go through a lot. To then have this big change in their family is a lot for them. It is a reality, but remember that it, it's, it can be overwhelming for them. And they may find different ways of trying to deal with it. And it may just be going to their room and staying in there for a day or two days. And, and that's fine. Let them have their own private space. Let them do their own thing. Um, respect their space, respect their room, respect that state of environment. Okay. Um, another one that's quite um, a fascinating one. I've learned 
over probably the last year is that sometimes teenagers actually mourn. They actually mourn the loss of their mum and dad relationship. They they mourn that mum and dad are no longer together. Support and empathy is crucial for them from you. doesn't matter how you do it. It could just be, how are you? You okay? You all right? Anything you want to talk about? Do you want to chat about anything? No, I'm good. All right, fine. That's, I'm, I'm here if you ever you want to. Back to that friend label again. Not parent, friend. But they will probably mourn things like you know, if they went away on holiday to the same place year after year, they, they probably miss it. They might well mourn that on a Friday night they all go out for a meal. So all these routines that they've had in place, just because they're a, a grumpy teenager or a teenager that spends half their life in their room, they're still going to have these feelings. So be that friend. Respect their boundaries. Um, this this could go back to anything. You know, when you move into the house, if, if you go into a, a house that the parent is already in with the child, or the child, the teenager, they've already got probably their routines and they've got their bedrooms and, and you know, they've got how things work. So yes, things have to change to a certain extent. But remember that they've already got their boundaries in place. They've already got their privacy of their bedroom. Um, they might do things on a certain night that they go to a club or, you know, they go and do a sport. So you, you have to respect that and honor that as well. Responsibility. Um, you probably disagree with me, but I think teenagers actually like responsibility, not chores. <laughs> But responsibility, the responsibility of saying, look, you know, I, I can't do this. Could you help me with it, please? I, I actually need your help. Give them responsibility. As long as it's something they're capable of doing, you know they're capable and okay of doing it. Give them responsibility. It makes them feel a little bit older, a little bit more grown up. And for a teenager, that's important. You know, they teenagers tend to um, want to be a little bit older than what they are. You know, you think back to when you was a teenager, you never want to be thought of 13, 14, 15. You want to be thinking of 19, 20, 21, 22. Fascinating, really, because the older we get, we want to be younger. But but when they're young, they want to be older. Quite strange. So, yeah, responsibilities, privacy, boundaries. I know this is a lot to take on. And I know it's a tricky, it's a tricky subject with teenagers. Take it slow, guys. Take you know, allow yourself to make mistakes. Give yourself permission if this is the first time you're dealing with teenagers that that it's okay to make mistakes. Talk to your partner. Talk to your friends that have teenage children. Um, talk to to other step parents that you know have gone through this and they've had a um, you know, a step teen, step teenager. I hope this has helped, guys, because it's one quite quite close to my heart. This one because it, it's something I've gone through a lot over quite a long long period of time so that's why i've wanted to come and do this podcast with you and try and help you um purely through my knowledge and through my experiences and through my mistakes um keep listening guys thank you so much for listening today keep listening i've got so many different podcasts coming up um i've got such a long list um so keep listening if there's anything you're struggling with, if you are struggling with something like teenagers and I've hit on something today where you think, God, actually, I do need help with this. Please, please, please do go to www.stepparentworld.com. Have a free 30 minute consultation with me. It doesn't cost you anything. Just a chat with me and you, seeing how I can help you, see how we can work together. Um, don't suffer in silence. <laughs> I, I did that. I suffered for, for, for quite a long time. It's quite hard. There is help out there. There's me, 
you know, I, I can share a lot, a lot with you and a lot of my experience with you. And it does get better. You know, don't think it's this is going to be horrendous for, for years and years. It, it won't. It does get better. But accept help as well. Right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you listening and keep listening for the other podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.